888-835-2414. Welcome to the Leslie Samuel Show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Leslie Samuel Show, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build a thriving online business. No, I'm not talking about one of those that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from IamLeslieSamuel.com, where we're changing the world one post at a time. As usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode three. 396. I'm going to be talking about what I learned in 2022 about building an online business. You know, since the podcast has been on hiatus for so long, there's so much that I haven't shared. And I just can't keep all this stuff to myself. I got to let you know about it. This last year was awesome in many ways, as well as challenging in many ways. And you know what? I embrace it all. So in this episode, I'm going to go into why I made the big shift that I made, what was happening, what has happened since that shift, the good and the bad, and ultimately what I've learned in the process. My hopes is by sharing this, not only do you see yourself in my experience, but you learn from what I've learned and you can have a bigger impact in what you do. So lessons from 2022, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Oh man, I missed it. I miss, I like, I like to end my intro. <laughs> I like when my intro ends right as the music ends. And, and, and I missed it by like two seconds. The, 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 yeah, uh, I apologize. <laughs> it is all good. It is all good. I hope you are having a better than stupendous day so far. And if not, I hope your day gets a little more better than stu- more better than stupendous. Yeah, a little more better than stupendous. By the end of this episode, today I'm talking about what I've learned, especially over the last year in 2022, as I focused, as I've shifted my business and I've gone in as and as I've gone into what I've gone into. So let me give you a a little bit of a background. I made a huge shift a while back. I decided I'm going to focus on my biology business. I decided that, you know what, I was, I, 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 I needed something a little different than what I had been doing. So here's what I did. I shut down my blogger coaching club. I, I stopped posting to this podcast, uh, and that, in my mind, was temporary. I never intended to, to do that permanently, to stop it permanently. I just needed a break. I want to tell you why. I mean, by the way, I, I decided to do something different this episode. I'm standing while recording this episode because I just want to stand. I want to be like I'm on a stage talking to people or something of that sort. And I, I just feel like I get a little more energy when I'm standing. So we'll see how that goes. If it's too much energy and you're like, Leslie, you need to sit down and calm down. Just let me know. OK, we'll see where things go from there. I might still do it and I don't care. But hey, at least I know how you feel. <laughs> Anyhow, let me tell you why I made that shift. Reason number one, I was kind of tired of teaching people to make money. Like, there was something about that. I'm Not that I think it's wrong. No, I love when people make money. 
but I was tired of teaching people to make money because as a result of doing that, almost all of the questions that I was getting was about money. And I don't know if you know me well enough to know this, but money doesn't motivate me. Money is not that thing that, man, I got to do more because I got to make more money. Nah, yo, I could be fine without, you know, having a bunch of money. I've been in situations where money was, uh, let's say, um, it almost seemed non-existent. And even in those times, I was still, I was, I was good. I was happy. Because for me, there's so much more to life than money. But I was getting so many questions about it that it was getting kind of tiring. And I wanted to focus more, not on the money part, but just on impact and on having the kind of impact that I wanted to have. I, was, I, I wanted to focus also more on something that I was passionate about, and that was biology. Now, biology is my passion. I mean, okay, no, no. Biology is one of my passions. I got like a lot of passions. I got passions for days. If you don't have any passions and you want one, I, I can give you one of mine. <laughs> but seriously, I wanted to focus on something outside of the teaching people to make money space. And biology is something that I love. It's what I studied. I did a bachelor's in biology, a master's in neurobiology because of how much that area excites me. So I just wanted to, you know, I just, just go back there, kind of go back to my roots. Now, I want to give you an update of how I've operated since making that decision. When I made that decision, I decided that I'm going to go all in on YouTube. I wanted to focus on YouTube. So here's what I started doing. I started making more YouTube videos. But even then, I wasn't extremely consistent. We'll talk about why in a little bit. But in 2022, I published 32 videos. And if you compare that to the year before, the year before I published 14 videos, I was just getting back into it. But in 2022, I, I published 32 videos. I also started experimenting with shorts. I, I published five shorts on YouTube. And, and, and the goal for me with focusing on YouTube, it, it was pretty simple. I wanted to increase my views, increase my subscribers, increase revenue, increase watch, increase everything. I wanted everything to grow. And that's why I focused on YouTube because I wanted to grow that platform. Now, here's what happened as a result. As a result of doing that, well, I increased views. I increased my subscribers. I increased revenue. I increased all of those things, not like ridiculously, but significantly. I'll give you, I'll give you some behind the scenes information so that you, you, uh, the main reason here is for you to get better context for where I'm going. Okay. So in 2021, the channel had 1.1 million views. Now that's a decent number of views. It's pretty good, I think. In 2022, when I started to focus more on that, it went from 1.1 to 1.7 million. Okay, so there was, there was an increase in views. 
All right, subscribers. In 2021, the channel got 14.6 thousand subscribers. In 2022, it went up. In fact, it almost doubled to 28.3 thousand subscribers. So that that was going in the right direction, right? That it's gone in the right direction and it's continuing to go in the right direction and it's, it's looking better today than it looked even three months ago, all right? Let's look at uh, watch time, right? In 2021, I had 42,000 watch hours. In 2022, 71,000 watch hours. Let's look at revenue. In 2021, the channel made just from, we're just looking at YouTube AdSense, like YouTube ads, $4,368.65. And in 2022, it went up to $6,488.86. That's for the year. Now, that's not a life-changing amount of money, money in any way. And that's not my only source of revenue, of course, because I couldn't survive on that. But by focusing more on YouTube, those things increased, which is what I expected. Now, I would have liked it to increase even more. But in this entire process, there are things that I've learned, and I'm going to share those in a bit. There are some other results of this shift. I want to share some of those other results with you. I, I got more exposure, obviously, and, and more opportunities. Uh, I, I did more recordings for, I'm a part of a TV show called Strange Evidence on the Discovery Network on the Science Channel. Um, and I'm an expert biologist, and I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but it's a show where there are all these weird things that are caught on camera and they bring in experts to try to explain what in the world you're seeing. Well, I'm one of the experts on that show and I'm an expert biologist. So I did some recordings for that. I, I was able to be a part of a new show on the Curiosity Stream, which is called Oops, I Changed the World. And this one is about different accidental discoveries and uh, just explaining the, 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 the history, the, the biology, the science and all that kind of stuff. And I was a biologist on that show explaining the biology behind many of these accidental discoveries. So that was really cool. I also did some filming for a huge online platform that has exposure to millions of people. And it's not live yet. I'm not going to share the details about that as yet until it goes live so that I can actually show you what it is. But I'm really excited about it. And I can't wait to see what happens as a result of even just that one thing, I, I think is going to be huge. I, uh, in addition to that, I started getting companies sending me really cool products in the biology world for the first time um, in the biology and the science fields. Uh, basically, a few thousand dollars worth of stuff that was sent to me uh, to, to, to basically share with my audience and so on. So it, some really cool things have happened as a result of the shift that I've made. But there were things that I've learned as a result of it. And those are the things that I want to share with you today because I believe that these things are so significant 
that if you take them to heart, amazing things can happen. All right, you, re- you ready to hear about these lessons that I've learned? Okay, let's go into it. Number one, passion will only take you so far. Oh, <laughs> passion is only gonna take you so far. Because when it's all said and done, I don't care how passionate you are about something, you have to do the work. You have to show up and you have to be consistent. If you're not doing these things, you could be as passionate as you want, but you're not going to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life. Passion is great, but it's only going to take you so far. That's lesson number one. All right? Let's go to lesson number two. If your business is fully dependent on you, you're setting yourself up for failure. I'm going to say that again. If your business is fully dependent on you, you're setting yourself up for failure. Because there's only so much that you can do. And if you're a lone wolf out there trying to take over the world and do all, it's not going to happen. Because unless you have a team of people to help you to get to where you want to get to, if that goal is big enough, it's not going to happen. If your business is fully dependent on you, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's lesson number two. Lesson number three. (laughs) This is a big one, yo. Oh, my goodness. You have to focus on revenue first in order for your business to have the impact you want it to have. Ooh. ah. Oh, my goodness. Did you hear what I just said? You heard how I started the episode talking about money, right? And how money doesn't motivate me and all this kind of stuff. But the reality is, if your dream is big enough, you got to focus on bringing in the money that is going to facilitate that dream coming to fruition. Now, this is something that I've struggled with for years, and here's the, I said, money is not a huge motivator for me, right? But here's the, here's the interesting thing, right? I've helped clients generate a ton of money, six and seven figures, because with them, it's very easy for me to focus on that for them and focus them on, listen, these are the things that you need to do in order to make money, But for myself, eh, you know what? Here's what I've done in the past, right? I focus on revenue in spurts, all right? I do something to make a decent amount of money, and I see my income go up significantly. And then when it reaches a comfortable level, all right, I'm cool. I'm chill. I'm good. 
It's all good. It's all good in the hood. I don't need a lot of money to survive. <laughs> My family's okay. Yada yada yada. And you know what happens? It 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 will be up there for a little while. And because you're not focusing on that revenue, it starts to creep down. And in the beginning, meh, it's not that big a deal. I, I'm, I'm still good. We're still paying our bills and so on. And then it continues down because you're still not focused on it. And it continues down. And then all of a sudden, it's a problem. And you're like, oh, shoot. I, I got I to gotta do what I got to do in order to get that revenue up again. And then you do what you got to do to get that revenue up. And it goes up because you know how to do it. And then, oh, okay, I'm good. I could chill. <laughs> And the cycle continues and continues. If you are someone that has a big dream, if you are someone that wants to have an impact, if you are someone that are really trying to do things at a different level, you have to be smart about what you focus your time on. And you have to take revenue and make it a priority. Now, there's a book that I'm reading right now. It's by Mike McCallowicz. And the name of the book, he's the author of books like Profit First and Clockwork, awesome books that I've read and I love and I've used in, in working with my clients and so on. But there's a book that he's written that's called, it's a new, one of his newer books. It was just published last year. And it's called Fix This Next. <laughs> And as I'm reading through this book, it's like opening my eyes to how you really take things to the next level and how you determine, hey, what do I focus on fixing right now? And what do I focus on fixing next? Now, the premise of the book is that a, a business has a hierarchy of needs. Just like he used the illustration, the explanation of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and that has to do with the five categories of human needs. Number one, at the lowest level, we have the physiological needs. You and I, we need air, we need food, water, shelter, sex, sleep, those kinds of things. Those are physiological needs, and that's at the lowest level. The next level above that is safety. We want to be in a secure and safe environment. Uh, things like our health and financial security. Those are important. But that's one level up from the physiological needs. And then when you go one level up, there's the, the, the need for belongingness. Uh, things like love and friendship and community and family and intimacy. The next level up is esteem. Things like confidence and self-esteem, self-worth, achievement, respect. These are all basic human needs, but it's that next level up. And then on the highest level, there's self-actualization. And self-actualization, uh, that includes things like morality, creativity, self-expression, and helping others achieve that self-actualization. Now, here's the thing, right? This is a hierarchy of needs. So you have the lowest level, and then you have the highest level, and you have the others in between. And the idea is this. 
you have to take care of the basic level first before you can go to the next level. And you have to take care of that level. So, so you take care of the physiological before you can go to the level of safety. Take care of the safety before you can go to the level of belongingness. You take care of belongingness before you can uh, f- take care of esteem and before you can take care of self-actualization. Let me make this practical. Okay, and this is going somewhere, so stick with me. Let me make this practical. Someone comes to you and they have a serious need for food. Like they haven't eaten in a while. This is like the most basic level. Talking to them in that situation about things like morality and and creativity and self-expression. They don't care about that stuff. They got to eat. If they don't eat, they will die. While you're here talking about self-expression and self-actualization. No, no, no. Give them some food. And once that basic need is provided for, then we can go to the next level. Then we can talk about safety. All right? If someone comes to you because they're not in a safe environment, right? They're, 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 they're being abused or someone is chasing them with a gun or something of that sort. They come up to you. You can't tell them, listen, I know you're about to, to, to die maybe, but have you, have you given any thoughts to what you'd like to achieve in life? Nah, yo, if they're in a situation where they are unsafe, that needs to be dealt with before you can talk about things that are on the level of esteem. Does that make sense? You have a hierarchy of needs. At the base level, we have physiological needs. And as we go up, it's a different and higher level. But in order to cater to that higher level, the basic level need needs to be dealt with first. Are we on the same page so far? Yeah, we're good? Okay, good. Because this takes us to where I'm going here. Because this right here is the crux of the matter. This is the main thing that I want to get across to you in this podcast episode. Mike Michalowicz, in his book, he talks about the business hierarchy of needs. And, and at the base level, we have sales. That is the creation of cash. The next level up, beyond sales, is profit. That's the creation of stability. That's like that security with our personal needs, but for the business. And the next level up from there is order, which is the creation of, of, of uh, uh, efficiency, having the right processes in place and all of that stuff. Then the next level up from there is impact. That's the creation of transformation. This is the, this is the impact you want to have on the world. This is the difference that you are trying to make. But that's the next level up. And then on the final level, we have legacy. That's the creation of permanence. Like, can, can this, can the transformation, can the impact and all this stuff, 
Can that live beyond you? That's the creation of legacy. Now, the problem that I've had, and maybe you might struggle with the same thing, is that I am very quick to think about impact. I am very quick to think about the transformation that I want others to experience. I'm very quick to think about, man, I'm making these biology videos and this person in some remote part of the world, they watch this video because they are struggling in their biology classes. And when they watch this video, it has such an impact on them. They actually understand this stuff. And now they understand it and they can then go on and, and get a degree, maybe become a doctor or whatever, and then come back and help their community. That is transformation. That excites me. That man, I get out of bed thinking about those things. Because that is what motivates me. But the reality is, there are some basic needs that my business has that unless you take care of those basic needs, you're never going to be able to have the impact that you want to have. You're never, even let's take it at a different level. You're not going to be able to create the kind of efficiency that is needed in order to take your business to the next level. Because for, for my business to be efficient, I need to be... I need to be building a team, right? And we need to have processes in place where I come, I record my video, I send it on to the editor. The editor does this thing, the, the, his thing or her thing, and then that moves on to the next person. And all of these things are flowing so that I am operating in my zone of genius and this business is so efficient that we are able to have a bigger impact on that next level and then if we create it in, the, in, in a way where the right people are doing the right things and it's set up a way, in a way that it's not fully dependent on me this business can live on beyond me so the biggest lesson that I'm learning is that it's important to focus on those basic needs that your business has. You need food and water and shelter in order to survive on a physiological level. And your business needs cash in order to survive and go to the level of profit. Your business that you need safety and security, a safe environment. You need to focus on health and financial security. Your business has similar needs. And by generating the profit that your business, uh, generating a decent profit, you're then able to have three months of expenses or six months of expenses and, and a, a year of expenses, and that gives your business that stability and safety and security.
And at that point, and, and <laughs> one thing I want to mention really quick before I go into all of this, as I'm going into all of this, this doesn't mean that you are only operating at the level of sales. Or you're only, when you're finished with that, then you focus on, no, all of these things are happening at the same time, right? Yes, I, <laughs> self-actualization is important to me. And that is something that I focus on. But I also eat, yo, <laughs> because I still have those basic needs, right? So these things are happening all at, to a certain extent, at different times, they're overlapping. Sometimes you need to eat. Sometimes you need to, 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 to make sure that your environment is safe and secure. Sometimes you need to focus more on your health and so on. And it kind of goes up and down this hierarchy of needs. And they happen simultaneously. It's the same thing with the business. The problem comes when your business is in significant need of cash flow. And you are just focusing on impact, which is at a higher level. And that's the premise of the book, Fix This Next. The idea is to identify where your business is when it comes to the basic needs, the hierarchy of needs, and focus on fixing that thing as your main thing right now. This idea has changed the game for me. It has allowed me to more diligently seek after the things that are going to generate cash because now I see how it fits into the context of where I'm going. And I'm able to see how important it is to do that. This is why I focus on those concepts with my clients. Okay, this is where we are. How do we get to the next level? How do we increase our revenue? Okay, we have funnels in place. How do we optimize those funnels so that we can take things to the next level? So that we can uh, you know, go from there to having even more stability, being more efficient with our pro processes, uh, have the impact we want to have and, and the transformation we want to see in the world is happening as a result of what we're doing. And then how do we go beyond that to create that lasting legacy? So the main lessons that I've learned in 2022, number one, passion is only going to take you so far. Number two, if your business is fully dependent on you, you're setting yourself up for failure. And number three, you got to focus on revenue first before you can focus on profit, before you can focus on order, before you can focus on impact, before you can fully focus on legacy. Mm. I don't know how that resonates with you. I hope it does. And if it does, I would love it if you could share with me what you got from this episode. I've, I've been enjoying uh, the, this process of, of, of connecting with you and, and getting your feedback, whether you connect with me on Instagram or Twitter or wherever. I am Leslie Samuel. Just connect with me. Send me a message and tell me, Leslie, 
This is what I got from the episode, but not just that. This is what I'm going to do about it. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> so I hope you got some value from this episode. Actually, I know you got some value uh, from this episode. If you know someone that that you you believe needs to hear this message, needs to hear this episode, here's what I'd love for you to do. Go ahead and share it with them. No matter where you're listening to it, just hit the share button. Send someone a personal text message and say, hey, you got to listen to this episode. It's some good stuff. That'll make me happy. Yeah. So that is pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel from IamLessieSamuel.com. And until next time, take care and God bless. Hey, baby.